Your On The Mark podcast is loading now. The On The Mark podcast is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company, family-owned dealership since 1915, 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, on Routes 11 and 15 Hummel's Wharf. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1 800 795 9565 or email on the mark at WKOK.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark. Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. Greetings. Welcome on board. WKOK's live telephone. Gee, the face is familiar, the voice is familiar, but I don't really recognize you. So who are you, may I ask? I am a visitor. Now you must be from another planet, I assume. The front door was open. And so you just wandered in and wandered sat down, in, put on the headphones, and, and started it, talking. And it says, uh, checked test, uh, text messages on Monday and Friday only this week, so right. I'll do that. So you were uh, off on Friday. No, you were here on Friday. You're mm-hmm. here today, but you were off last Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and you're off this Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Mm-hmm. What Just are you doing? doing? What uh, in the world tons are you and tons doing? Of stuff, uh, honeydews and hunting and uh, raking leaves and having fun. And, and what are you what driving are you going around, after running the, errands? And what are you going after the deer with now? Are you planning to bludgeon them arrow. to death? Bow and arrow. This, the last week of bow and arrow on Saturday starts bear season. I think you have to hunt Just naked. Bear. A bear? No, no, black bears. Oh, okay. Jeez, come on now. Well, yeah. It could get a little cold out there. Well, last and be a tad embarrassing too. The other week when I came down from the tree, it was seventy-one degrees in November. That was about a week ago. You came so. down from a tree, bear, because <laughs> you had to take off all your clothes because it was oh, too boy, hot. Oh boy, all the possibilities. He came down from a tree, folks. Yep. So there the are an- definite possibilities. The here. animals fled in every direction. So are you going for a Bill Haley look today? You have this little spit curl hanging down oh, do your I? forehead. Right? <laughs> uh, I'm sure that reference is lost on anybody under a the age of 60. Curl. Yeah, no, I got it, baby. Here, let me <laughs> let me get it really going. How's that? Oh, that's great. We're getting her going. How about a so. chorus of uh, You Ain't Nothing? No, what was his? Uh, uh, rock Around the Clock. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> All right. Well, we got one call coming in, but we'll take more comers today. We got open phones. It's an open phones day. 1-800-795-9565. Of course, we thank Steve Kushilov's getting all lined up to come in tomorrow, Wednesday and Thursday. But uh, you can call now, 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemark at wkok.com and text us at 70236. Include the keyword OTM. And uh, we would just love for you to uh, participate in our show. Uh, you cannot use the texts on Tuesday, Thursday, and uh, Wednesday. Or, yeah, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. It, because um, the old guy doesn't know how to do it. Well, and it is—it's like nine hundred and twelve clicks. So I'm not willing to spend the entire program as you do <laughs> over there clicking, trying to get the text. That. <laughs> All right, on the mark is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. You can check them out at sunburymotors.com. We'll assume that uh, one of our angry men is getting called in and screened right now, so we'll get to that in a moment. But it is open phones. Maybe you have some additional analysis of the election. Uh, we have some from our angry woman. 
EB. Oh, oh, wow. Okay. Oh, there it is. Okay. We'll go ahead and read that. Go right yeah, ahead. EB has an interesting one here today. It's, gee, it's, it's almost rational. I'm, I'm what? Saying, yes. It says, conservatives kept telling me there was going to be a red wave during last week's election. That obviously didn't happen. Democrats held on to the Senate, and there's still a strong possibility they could hold on to the House as well. And that's wishful thinking. I'm sorry, EB. Election deniers in swing states, including Doug Mastriano, lost. Candidates endorsed by Donald Trump, like Dr. Oz, were largely defeated. I think the message here is clear. The voters rejected the whole MAGA philosophy. They sent a loud and clear message to conservatives that the most extreme right-wing viewpoints will not be accepted. Together with that was the message that if you tied yourself too closely to Trump, you better be prepared to lose. Thank goodness sanity prevailed during the election cycle. But E.B., the House is almost positively going to go Republican. How does that tie in with your fact that all of the Republican philosophies and conservative philosophies have been rejected? Well, I think the key is, yeah, it may end up uh, with a slight majority of Republicans in the U.S. House, but it was supposed to be this big red wave. I forget one of the pundits that was on MSNBC <laughs> ahead of time who is a conservative. They bring this caustic conservative on there to uh, irritate people, and and he said 20 to 30 seats will go Republican, <laughs> and they'll have at least a 15-seat majority in the House. That's E.B.'s point, that the, you know this red wave didn't happen. Yes, it may switch, and uh, you know a lot of people, yourself included, like it. If one House is Democrat and the other one's Republican... I and think things get better that way. Right, because then legislation really has to do something significantly and, and agreed upon. The trouble is you can't really do wildly progressive things that way, Republican or Democrat, because you, unless you have the other party involved. So there's that. We're going to have that in Harrisburg. We're going to have a Democratic governor and a Democratic House and Is a Republican Is that for sure Senate. now? I, the last I heard, it was still up in the air. Uh, I, I think it could possibly go the other way, but I think it's leaning that we'll have a Democratic I think it was interesting. House. I heard this morning uh, one of the talking heads on one of the morning shows was saying that what this showed was that the voters wanted normalcy. And they pointed out, and I, thought, I kept thinking back to uh, a former political campaign where Warren G. Harding's slogan was, we need normalcy, not nostrums, mm. or not nostrums, but normalcy. Okay. And, you know, there's something there's something to that. I think the American people are tired of the conflict. I, I agree with E.B. That, uh, that tying yourself pretty closely to Trump now, I think, is a death sentence of the right. Republican Party. <laughs> and it's funny how that, that hasn't deterred him from announcing tomorrow. Well, I don't know what he expects to achieve by that. Quite frankly, I think he is, as I've said before, Donald Trump is crack cocaine to the Republican Party. They have to be, even though he has no introspection at all, the party has to have some, and they have to sit down and say, what did, what did, how did we snatch defeat from the jaws of victory. Well, and I think also it's the the midterm said no to extremism, whether it's abortion. I think people like the way Pennsylvania has it right now, where you have, you know, women are permitted to have an abortion, but it's, you know, there's a 24-week right. limit associated with that. And I think that went down to defeat any place abortion or a strong abortion advocate was on the ballot, that individual or that referendum loss. They made that point this morning, too, that every, every one of the Republican candidates Candidates who had no exceptions and abortion lost. But even, and they pointed out Mastriano lost, but what, 14 points here yeah, in Pennsylvania? 14, that's the number. And Dr. Oz did carve out um, exceptions, and he only lost by 2% of the vote. Well, and I think, uh, but uh, Josh Shapiro is also g- gained extra votes, too, because he is a check on what I think. Uh, as near as I could tell, everybody thought it would be a Republican House and Senate in Pennsylvania. Uh, they, they thought, you know, just as Governor Wolf did, he was a check, a 
against some of their extremism, yeah. and he signed many bills in a flurry at the end, but, but vetoed quite a few along the way. Well, in a way, I'm kind of looking forward to a Democratic House to see if things change with respect to radar for municipal police. Okay, so yeah, try a different. Uh, well, you have the a Republicans wouldn't pass it; they wouldn't speaker. move it. Yeah, it's yeah, funny they had, the, they had uh, bigger fish to fry, like legalizing <laughs> switchblade knives and lowering the amount of space required for single operator beauty salons. I mean, these were important things. Yeah, it's funny how Republicans in Harrisburg were t- were really talking and talking and talking and making sure that their leadership was all set and they had a good speaker and they were, you know, <laughs> Jake Corman's going to be gone, so they're or, well, he's in the Senate, but different individuals gone in the House and that they had everything all set and all these people are going to become. Whoops, <laughs> minority. You're not. Tell me, tell me who the state house minority leader is right now. Yeah, Joanna McClinton. Is who, that knew? who knew? Who knew? Who yes. Okay. One fellow from Pittsburgh was in during the, the pandemic. I only know because he he talked too about some of the things he didn't like about the Governor Democratic Wolf. lady who stands to be the Speaker of the House. I thought she seemed like a reasonable person. Well, that's probably her. I need a little I don't more remember to go her on name. for sure. But yeah, no, she looks like she's going to be a super. These speaker. have not been household names in Pennsylvania. Now they apparently will be. A name, yeah. I, uh, other than her, now I couldn't tell you a single individual. Individual in House leadership in Harrisburg, one eight hundred. I mean, in, on the Democratic side, right? One eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. If you want to weigh on this, we're doing probably what will be the last uh, deep day of uh, election post mortem from a week ago. But that's, well, that's because you and I didn't get to chat about it, right? Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, one eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. So we got our angry men lined up. Eric called in first, so he goes first. The first angry man. <laughs> Go ahead, sir. <laughs> Oh, I, I thought the title was The Last Angry Man, wasn't it? That so, was a movie. I'm not right? angry this morning. See, you guys, you know, you know, Joe, you, you, uh, it's mostly me. Uh, because you said, oh, it sounds rational for a change. You know, you put a lot of words out there. Um, <laughs> I, I know a lot of words. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, as a politician, uh, there you go. Uh, yeah, um, I, I just think tomorrow, uh, is it coincidence, do you believe? Anyone believe it's coincidence that, you know, former President Trump's making an announcement on the exact day that uh, Vice President Pence's book is coming out? Um, <laughs> well, and one of our listeners sent us a note. Does anybody think it's coincidence that Mark is off tomorrow while, pres- <laughs> while President Trump's making his announcement? I know why you're off tomorrow. You're off, you're off trying to get that big buck. Oh. And I understand before we had all the, everyone starts tramping all over the woods. I understand that. Um uh, my my concern, as it has been, is, uh, uh, and I'm a Democrat, obviously, but, uh, yeah, what Joe's saying about the Republican Party, it, you guys, you know, um, for the good of America, we need to get past Trump. I mean, that's to it. The man is a narcissist. Um, he is the, you know, and it just he keeps showing it again and again. He even attacked DeSantis, didn't he? One of his best buddies. Yeah, called him Ron. Uh, De, called him Ron De Sanctimonious. I mean, that's kind of yeah, the yeah. third grade see, well, mentality he, that I expect from Trump these days. But but see, the thing is, he the man can't help himself. That is the scary part. He can't help. He can't not do that. It just it just rolls off his lips. He doesn't have that that filter that people in normal state of mind either have or develop over a maturity because the man has been coddled you know and, and kissed up to so many times he has so many people around him kissing up to him that or are saying it's okay and it's not it's not it's okay for a rich person who has no responsibility to the united states of america to do what he wants apparently 
but as president or, for, or even former president of the United States acting that way, and then perhaps, and I'm not sure he's going to, I'm not sure he's going to announce tomorrow. He said he has a big announcement. I think he may, you know, cuttlefish on it and uh, and say something else because tomorrow's uncle thinks this is the date of his indictment or his his requirement to testify. He's still fighting that, isn't he? He's asked, yeah, they just filed a new suit. Yeah, well, another. and I think he... I, I'm with Eric. I think he may announce something tomorrow that he's not going to run for president, but he's going to continue to run the party, something like that. How can that be? Well, Whoever's the head of the... Whoever is the Republican nominee for president's running the party. Well, he gets one year before that person's Well, that's picked. true. Yeah, you're right about that. Well, and here's the facts I believe it, gentlemen. Um, Trump holds the... <laughs> sorry, the pun. The Trump card, right? Because he absolutely has a following. He has a great following, apparently, by the people he's calling into this show. Um, you look at the results from uh, Snyder County, you know, in the paper. Uh, Oz did win Snyder County, you know, I think by a large margin. So I think people who follow Trump still say, okay, you know, Donald Trump says vote for this person, we vote for this person. Um, I think what the man's going to do is, if not tomorrow, he's going to announce a run for president. And then I think he's a good chance he gets doesn't get the nomination, but then he'll threaten the Republican Party by saying, okay, if you don't put me up, I will form a third party. And we all know what happens when that happens. It happened with Teddy Roosevelt in 2012. Well, then that would, that would, that would make party. the argument that would, yeah, that, yeah. that would make the argument that he's a Republican an absolute joke. In other words, at some point, well, if you believe in what the party stands for, you subjugate yourself to those principles. You know, I don't see anything wrong with espousing Republican principles. I espouse them myself. I don't think Donald Trump, you know, is the guy to bring them out anymore because of his personal behavior. But I don't see anything wrong with being a conservative, and I don't see, uh, like, unlike E.B., who sees it's pretty bad, but I don't think it's that bad. All right, Eric, another 30 seconds. Go right ahead. Uh, do you think Donald Trump is a conservative, or do you think he just that that's uh, that, that <laughs> makes just that, that, that's Trump. What, that fits his, his political ambition? You know, that's a good Donald question. Donald Trump is Donald Trump, no matter what it is. Right. Well, that, that's you know, there are right. people who believe that, Eric. I can't argue that point with you. Well, I and it. I think that's a true true concern <laughs> that if he if he does announce to run and he doesn't get it, he he will threaten the Democrat or Republican Party by running a you know as a third party. And again, trying to keep keep the edge on everything, you know. So yeah. thank you for the Maybe opportunity. So. Thank you so much. And did calling. I sound angry today? Was I not angry today? Nope, you did pretty good. You're, you've calmed down. Okay, you my, were... my wife. My wife. Give me a thumbs up. Hot under the collar, maybe, but not angry. Hold on, Stan. i got to hit the button. I'll be right back. There's something to be said about a sale with a handshake, a service technician who really knows what he's doing. They can explain it in English what the problem is. There's nothing better than having that friend you could trust in the area. That's Sunbury Motors, where you get selection, knowledgeable salespeople, and prices that fit your budget, and more important, that friend you can trust. Welcome to Sunbury Motors, Kia, Ford, and Hyundai. You could chop other dealers and compare prices, but at Sunbury Motors, you get their lowest price promise. They research the current used vehicle market and guarantee their used car prices are the lowest. If you find a lower price, Sunbury Motors will beat it. Three dealers, all in one. See their full new and pre-owned inventory at sunburymotors.com. Pick out a vehicle you like and schedule your test drive online. Follow them on Facebook. Sunbury Motors Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf.
All right, Stan, thank you so much for being patient. Here's definitely an angry man. I don't know. He's kind of <laughs> calm today, I think. It's Monday. So, yeah, I'm angry about it being Monday. I hate Monday. Yeah. But anyway. <laughs> That's funny. E.B. E- uh, uh, sends an email that says that Trump's endorsed candidates did terrible. I don't know about you, but if you have a 91% winning rate, is that really that bad? How do you figure 91 I don't think he did in the well, last election. Well, he endorsed 174 candidates, 159 won. That's a 91% win rate. Oh, maybe we're just looking at Pennsylvania. I didn't realize he had to endorse that many. You mean over That's the course of the country. It, uh, lifetime, you mean? No, he's talking about this no, election. No, no, this last election Tuesday. cycle. Oh, Okay. So, I mean, yeah, here in Pennsylvania, things didn't go well, but that speaks a whole lot towards the voters of Pennsylvania, considering they elected a, a brain-damaged and a dead candidate. And that's Dr. What's that Oz. saying about the voters of uh, Pennsylvania? What does that say about Fetterman? Holy smokes. Well, he's, well, I think he's referring to him as I know. Dead. Come on now. <laughs> I'm aware. All right. But anyway, well, yeah, it, and it goes to what Mitch McConnell made reference to in one of the Sunday shows is candidate quality. That's why these candidates lost, not because of their endorsements. Well, 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 quite frankly, I don't care what Mitch McConnell has to say. When he was running campaigns against the Republican candidates in certain states, okay? He was putting money into candidates that weren't elected by the Republican voters in certain states. Alaska's for one, and then out in Utah, old, old Mitch Romney, uh, not Mitch Romney, Mitch, <laughs> Mitt Romney was uh, pushing the candidate against uh, Mike Lee. So, you know, those two establishment guys, they need to be voted out. But I know it won't happen because of their establishment. But when you have the leader in the Senate, you know, funding people to run against selected candidates for the Republican Party that the voters selected, that's a problem, don't you think? Well, I'm not certain I understand what you're saying about Alaska. There were two Republican okay. candidates up there. It, Does it matter no, which actually one? No, there was one. Okay. There was one, the Chewbacca. And then you had uh, Murkowski. Murkowski wasn't the one that won the primary one. Chewbacca was. Chewbacca. Whatever. Chewbacca? It, anyways, <laughs> I don't think Chewbacca's <laughs> running for anything. It, it ain't Chewbacca from the Star Wars. It's, uh, <laughs> it's something similar to that. I'm not 100% sure what her name is, but it starts like that. Okay, anyway. She okay. won. And, and, and McConnell was funding Murkowski's write-in campaign or independent or whatever it was called. However, she wanted because oh, okay. she was still on the ballot because of their ranked choice voting. Okay. okay. So you don't, but you the, don't like the voters of Alaska selected. <laughs> yeah, now you got me wondering. It's Chewbacca. Something along those lines. Not Chewbacca, but well, look you understand up, what I'm saying. <laughs> I'd have to look it up. We're putting Joe but, on. Uh, he has his laptop okay. here. Well, if you can get the mouse working. <laughs> you have to use your own mouse, not mine. But when mine. you No, you're using mine. When you have the no, leader of the party, the establishment, you know, it's one thing in the in the primaries, but once that candidate is set in the party, that's who they should be backing and they weren't. You know, there are some candidates that never received a dime from the, you know, congressional campaign committee and the Senate campaign committee because they weren't their chosen ones. That's a problem. 
Okay, well, don't you, know, you think? Well, you know, it, the Republican Party is a bigger tent than I think the Democrats would like to think it would be, and we're entitled to have our different disagreements on with respect to who would be the best candidate to represent the party. I don't fault I Mitch McConnell. That, Joe. I don't fault Mitch McConnell for disagreeing. You know, no, 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 no. General election, Joe. I'm not talking primary. I'm talking general election. Okay, so that's a problem. If you're not going to get behind your Republican candidates, then you don't deserve to be a majority. He's going to be minority leader now, probably again. He doesn't have that right. Okay. Well, then I would say there are a lot of your, Republicans. Your party candidates, your vote, you're your, your working against your party candidates. That's a problem, don't you think? Well, if that's the case, then there are a lot of people who aren't Republicans here in Pennsylvania because they didn't support Mastriano. No, 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 no. That's not it. I'm talking about leadership, Joe. I'm talking not, about not the principle. The I'm talking about the principle. No, there were a lot of establishment Republicans who did not support Mastriano. Yeah, but Joe, Joe you're missing my point. Am I? I'm talking about the leadership, the establishment. Time the guys that are in charge down there, not the candidates and not the voters. The voters will, you know, they take their word, you know, their lead from the leadership, which is the establishment. And if they're if they're telling people don't vote for this guy because we don't like him, that's a problem. Once the primaries is over, okay? They did the same thing to Trump when he was in office, which is a problem. Instead of supporting them a lot of times, they stabbed him in the back. That's a problem. Uh, you know, I don't know how to pronounce this woman's name. It's spelled T S H I B A K A, Tishbaka? No, it's Shibaka. Shabaka, then. S H I B A K A. Shabaka. She yeah, I'm has, close. <laughs> she has a lot of hair, but she's not furry. <laughs> <laughs> and she doesn't growl. But, no. anyways, uh, <laughs> that's that my whole is? point. You can't have the leadership of a party working against the, the selected candidate, the, the elected candidate from the primaries in the general election. And then how do you explain Don, how do you explain Donald Trump then and his behavior? What do you mean how do I explain well, he's him? The I don't leader, have to he's the leader of the Republican He's the leader of the Republican Party. He comes out against people like Ron DeSantis. He came out against uh, <laughs> oh, governor uh, the governor of Texas, you know, saying I made him. He, he, this isn't a, not a guy who supports everybody in the party just because uh, they have a label. Did he, did he tell any did he tell anybody to vote against him? Yes, he did. Not yet. <laughs> no, no, really? Really? I I, th- I believe there was a, a scene where he's come uh, Trump is coming out of the uh, polling place, and they asked him who he voted for, and he said Ron DeSantis. So do you really think he's telling people to vote against him no, he said when he Ron, voted for him himself? He said Ron DeSanctimonious. That's that was a said. different speech. <laughs> okay, I don't know what the lover spat is about between them two, and, and between the thing, there, there's something going on, I don't know, and I don't care. Okay? Okay. I don't care. If either one of those runs, and either one of them gets a nominees, nomination, I will vote for them. Okay? That's between them. They'll work it out. You and think and so? I think it's a lot of that's to do with the news media pushing this to try and, and divide and conquer, which is what they're always trying to do. So I, I, I take that with a grain of salt, all this crap that's going on. All right. We got you, Stan. We got to hit the road. But thank all you, right. sir. Thanks so for calling Have in. a good one. There's yep, bye. crap going on. <laughs> well, that's <laughs> he's right on that count. Well, I think uh, anybody over who's been in the House or said it more than 20 years should be out. We should have short, well, there should let's be term say, limits. Let's say 12-year term limits. That might be a little bit better. 
Yeah, I often thought they should have one six-year term for, um, or rather, two six-year terms for senators. There you go. And that the House should be elected not for two years, but for three. Okay. And that they should have be a maximum of five terms, let's say. Fifteen five. years and you're out. Fifteen's mm, too long. All right. Uh, one of our listeners sends us a note, upper right-hand corner. Says, Fetterman's victory last Tuesday proves one thing. Biden is reelectable. Well, that's true. That uh, certainly indicates that uh, strong Democrats, whether they are fully functional or not, can still get elected if you run a terrible candidate against them. And I think that's probably been proven on the Republican side, too. If you run a terrible Democrat against a good Republican, that's what you're going to get. Well, you know, the, the the primary is supposed to weed out bad candidates, isn't it? <laughs> not in Pennsylvania. <laughs> it hasn't no. really worked that the way. The primary in Pennsylvania strongly supported, endorsed, picked, and chosen. And uh, anointed terrible candidates well, across the board. I don't think board. Dr. Jaws, Dr. Dr. Oz, Dr. Jaws, yeah, he'll, he'll get you. Dr. Oz was a terrible candidate. I think he 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 started off a little slow, as did Fetterman, but he he, he hit his stride. Right. You know, I think he was hurt by the fact that he the perception, as Eric has so elegantly stated on this program, that the man was a carpetbagger. I, I think that was a lot to overcome. Had his ties to Pennsylvania, even though he went to school here has definite ties to the state. You know, people were looking at him like he was an outsider because that's what Fetterman was pushing. Not that his policies would be bad, but, you know, just that he was strangling puppies and he didn't live here. <laughs> he These were hardly the issues that puppies. resonated with me as a voter. But uh, you, you were afraid you thought of the puppy thing? Well, I don't think he strangled any puppies. Okay, thank you. <laughs> Do you? Uh, no, but uh, hey, you know, what difference does it make to me? We, have, we love all the products that have been tested on animals. We just when we finally find out, it's like when the monkeys crashed on um, the the actual prime primate monkeys were in a crash on Route 54. All of a sudden, the, all the local newspapers started digging into what it is that these monkeys are being used for and sold and bought and trained and and shipped around the country, uh, right? Shipped all over. <laughs> and people are like, oh, this is terrible. It's like, well, if if you got it, a, a primate test, and then it. they go home and eat a steak. <laughs> or a chicken. <laughs> he goes, it's okay to abuse some animals. Right, but others, no. <laughs> well, monkeys look more like us, so I think that's probably part of the well, We certainly behave more like them most days. Well, yeah, if the monkeys are watching the primary, they're, they're going to be like, oh my gosh, we're the civilized, intelligent ones here. All right, we are going to enjoy open phones. This is WDK, okay, Sunbury. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1-800-795-9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark. Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. Welcome on board. WKOK's live telephone talk show on the mark. I'm Mark Lawrence. we got an hour of open phones. We would love to hear from you today. Fifteen years of on the mark. It just seems like yesterday you know, we were trying to pick the music and the jingles and things and decide whether they're going to take the name Mark out of it in case I ever retire or something from radio. But uh, So here we are. TikTok time is marching on. So welcome on board. 1-800-795-9565 has always been our total. 
toll-free line. Sunbury Motor Company has always been our sponsor, and you could always, uh, throughout the 100-year history of Sunbury Motors, you could have checked them out at sunburymotors.com. You can email us at onthemarket.com, and you can text us at 70236. That's a new add-on in recent years. We used to have a Text Connect system. Now we just have an open text connecting system where people can uh, text us if they wish at 70236. You do have to say where you want it to go, though. If you wanted to go to the news department, <laughs> you put in news. And if you and wanted to not go, that we haven't been told where to go a few well, times. Well, that's true. <laughs> Via text, as Via a matter text, of fact. Via text, as a matter of fact, right. <laughs> right. All right, yes, yeah, 70236, but put the key letters in OTM and then a space, and that sends it to us, and that's the way we know what your comment is. We typically get quite a few comments uh, during the uh, during the programs. All right, we're doing, this is the first time Joe and I have been together, because uh, I took a couple of days off last week after the election, and uh, helping Donald Trump get ready for his announcement, and I'll be off tomorrow, Wednesday and Thursday, when Donald Trump announces and starts campaigning, so I'll be down to Mar-a-Lago trying to help things go smoothly down there, so I'll unplug his mic and stuff. I thought you and Melania were going to play a round of golf. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't like me, strangely I enough. I wonder why. No, but she's so smart, she sees right through me. She thinks about it anyway. one 800 You can email us at onthemarket.com, and Sunbury Motor Company is our sponsor, sunburymotors.com. And uh, we are still doing the uh, follow-up discussions, the Sunday shows over the weekend, also followed up on the, uh, the conversations about the midterm elections. But we could turn to some of the things that might be relate to education or some of the other... Like other what's going on at Gettysburg College, for example. Right, you, you got you. one thing. Where was that from? I'm Gettysburg Fox. College. No, but you brought it in from... Getty- oh, it's from Fox, Fox News. Okay, yes. Fox News covering something at Gettysburg. Uh, quite an interesting story, so no, we'll, I'm sorry. we'll have that coming up. I think up. it was Penn Live. Okay, all right, good. All right, so that will be coming up as, Live. as our show progresses. And uh, Penn Live, 100% objective as near as I can tell. So Good paper. It, it get, uh, yep, absolutely. one 800 Mike, this is the first time you and I have spoken. Oh, no, you could have called on Friday. That's true. Uh, forgive me, but you didn't do the news headlines. Well, I have, Mike's been okay. waiting, so Mike's we'll, been we'll waiting. do those okay. afterward. Good morning, Mike. Well, keep Mike waiting. Yeah, hey, hey, uh, you know, I did not have uh, the opportunity to watch the uh, weekend news shows and things that you guys did, so maybe you can help me out here. Now, on the weekend news shows, did they bring up the fact that, you know, historically, Democrats, when they lose a national election, they like to whine about the popular vote. You know, we need to have the popular vote. Well, <clears throat> the way it's going right now, looks like the uh, Democrats are probably going to hold the House, but they're losing the national popular vote. So ha- did they bring up that fact that the Republicans are ahead in the popular vote? What makes you the think the Democrats show? are going to hang on to the House? What have you heard? At last I heard the Republicans still were about eight ahead. Well, you know what they say, that the trend is your friend, okay? Mm, and the way okay. these things are, are breaking, it, it looks like the Republicans aren't increasing their lead, okay? It's actually shrinking. And the Democrats are gaining, and I, I believe that trend is going to continue. When I, when I look at the states that they're located in, the closeness of the, the vote tally and how many is outstanding, I just think that, that that's my opinion. If I had to... If I had, yeah, I'm sure the odds are against what I'm saying, but hey, I'd be willing to put some money down if, you know, if a dollar was going to win me 10, you know what I mean? Well, at the moment, it's 204 Democrats to 212 Republicans. 
So the right. demog- trend is your friend. That's that's what Mike's saying. Yeah, but and uh, Mike's I, I right. The that, trend is is more for Democrats lately. Not not really. The Republicans were it, the gap was down to seven. Now it's up and to it's is, up to eight. Eight. So the Republicans eight. have pulled one. There are nineteen House seats left in play. Nineteen. So the Republicans have to win six. And the Democrats like, have to win. This is like watching the high school playoff schedule, listening to Kevin talk about how the playoffs will fall <laughs> right. together. And, and, and the whole time we're, we're talking about that, we're, we're wondering, well, you know, hey, is this going to be another week that we have to wait to find out? You know, it's just it's insane. Now, the other thing, now that we got that out of the way, uh, did the uh, weekend shows talk about this? Uh, I, don't, I don't I wouldn't call it a scandal. It's a crime where this... Uh, what do they call this cryptocurrency? I think it's called FTX, where that fellow, uh, he, the, the whole thing went bust. He declared bankruptcy. He ran out of the country. He was hiding out somewhere in Latin America, and now he's kind of under under custody, but he's not arrested or anything. No. Were they talking about that? No. Not that I heard uh, of. The, 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 uh, yeah, the Today Show. Meet the Press talked about, about it, just the sentences that you said, but Elizabeth Warren was on, and she's an expert in that, and they didn't have time to ask her about it. Yeah, that's interesting because the, the, the thing about it is uh, Bloomberg, I, I, I like to watch the Bloomberg news in the, in the morning and I tape a few of their shows just to you know kind of get the feel about what the left is doing. And this fellow, I forget his name, it's a hyphenated name, but the company's FTX. And it's a cryptocurrency. He was on a few weeks ago and he was talking, you know, he's, he wants to be the richest man in the world. That was his goal. And use that money to further social good. And one of the ways he was furthering social good was he was the second largest donor to Democrats. Okay, that that's the official number. Who who knows what was under the table? And it's just interesting. So right now, and again, I, I don't bet because there's a reason I don't bet. Because if I did bet, that would be bad for me. But I would bet that this guy who's hiding out, who was the second, or on paper, known as the second largest donor to Democrats, hiding out right now, He's probably not going to be prosecuted too hard, okay, yeah, because he was a friend of the Democrats, and as long as you're a friend of the Democrats, you're in good shape. Once you cross the line and go over to the other side like Elon Musk has done, things don't look too promising for your future sometimes. So I just was curious, because to me that is a huge, huge story. Somebody that's second largest donor uh, to the Democrat Party, runs out of the country, declares bankruptcy, and I think they said there's $5 billion missing is the number that I heard. I don't know. The most interesting show I saw on the weekend was, as, and that's the only one I really watch, is uh, Media Buzz with Howie Kurtz on Fox. And he was pointing out the fact that the dem- that the media pundits, and I love this, they're all now saying, well, the, you know, the polls were wrong, the polls were wrong, and they're ma- blaming everybody else, but not themselves for their coverage, you know, of, of this election, and how, how wrong they were in all of their assessments. Uh, I love that. The media, like Donald Trump, has no introspection. Well, they're just reporting. They're only reporting. No, no, they're they're making up. I think they lean. They lean. They offer their they own talked, perspective. They gave it tons of coverage so that they could, and they all braced everybody for the red wave. And then when it didn't happen, uh, they were you know acted shocked and appalled that it didn't happen. Everybody was ready. So uh, I, I think they they at least think they're going to help make things happen. 
by um, calling attention to it. But, you know, wh- whatever happened to no polls, you just vote when the time comes and then you find out without the yeah. media telling us in advance what our collective vote is going to do. You know, and then there was this this thing where it, it was going to be a red wave with uh, twenty to thirty House seats going Republican, Republican, right? And then as time went, and then came out the Roe v. Wade Dobbs thing, and then they said, "Oh no, it's down to only about ten to twenty House seats are going to go because of the extreme nature of what the states are going to do." And then as the election got closer, they said, "Nope, the abortion issue has waned, and now we're back to twenty to thirty seats are going to go." I think uh, what's Republican. interesting is if they they are able, you know, I, I heard a lot of talk on Howie Kurtz over the weekend. They were talking about uh, they're going to have to have a, some kind of a survey to determine exactly what did motivate bo- voters. Wasn't well, that what the polls were supposed to be doing in advance? Mm-hmm. And if they got it wrong then, what makes you think they'll get it right now? Well, and the exit polls are, are they're just now being fully analyzed, and, and they are finding out that abortion was significantly high. And any form of extremism, whether it was uh, ultra-right, you know, Republican extremism or MAGA extremism or ultra-left. Fetterman's about the only ultra-left candidate that made it in. Hmm. Mike, we'll let you talk. I'm sorry. This is your time. I I agree with with everything you're saying, and and, and I've never... I've learned not to really believe polls, okay? I mean, always be skeptical. Because the truth of the matter is, how many people voted on a single issue in this past election. Right. I mean, we don't have to say who they are or, or what sex they are, but we know a lot of people said, hey, this is my most important issue for me and my daughter and my son or whatever, and, and that's the way they voted. You know, in other times, if this issue would not have been on the table, I think more attention would have been paid to the fact that prices are up and, and just about everything and the mood of the country is not that great, and the ratings of our president and his party aren't that great, and we would have seen a different election, but it was just the way it is, or just the way it was, and, you know, there, there's really nothing we can do about it. And uh, But the interesting thing is, I, I was actually on a radio station with a, another uh, talk show host up, up the valley from here. It was a woman, and, and, I, and I told her, I said, listen, this was in, the abortion was an issue that really changed this election, but my prediction is it is not going to go away. In fact, you know they didn't outlaw abortion; they they just said Roe v. Wade was overturned and it goes back to the states. That's where we are right now. There may be some areas that you you can't get an abortion in, but an abortion will be available for everyone who wants one. That's my prediction, and and she just went absolutely ballistic. You know, basically almost screaming at me, calling me a gaslighter, and I'm doing it again, and I'm doing it again. (laughs) And I tried to explain my position. I'm not saying it's not going to be available. I'm saying that you're going to have to go maybe to another state or another location, but we're finding out that companies need workers, and they're willing to pay for that benefit. You know, in their Mm -hmm. eyes, it's a benefit. And and there was just no. In her mind was the Republicans are going to get rid of abortion under any circumstance. And to me, 
that is the real gaslighting. Nationwide. Okay. All right. Thank you so much, Mike. Thanks, Thanks Mike. for calling in. You take care now. Much yep. appreciated. All right. And now I'll do the headlines and then the quick break. We got callers lined up, but we'll take more comers. One eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. You can email us at on the market and text us at seven zero two three six. Include the keyword OTM. Danville School District says they are resuming normal operations today after a threat was received last Thursday. School went online Friday as a result of the threat. Now the district says they have identified the party responsible and are taking appropriate action at Danville. NorthCentralPA.com reporting a Northumberland County man was allegedly high on heroin when he fell asleep in his car on a major highway with a young child in the back seat. A witness told police 44-year-old Brian Stapley of Cold Township was slumped over the wheel of his car in the middle of Route 15 in Shemokin Dam. The witness had called 911 shortly before 7.30 p.m. September 26, noting that they attempted to wake Stabley but could not. Officer Jacob Shipman of Shemokin Dam Police, is he a good egg? You know this guy? He is, I know. Okay. Uh, of the Shemokin Dam Police uh, said and there was a young child in the back seat who was emotional. Shipman administered two doses of Narcan to revive Stabley. He's charged with um, felony counts of endangering the welfare or felony count of endangering the welfare of a child. The Wolf Administration continues encouraging older Pennsylvanians to get flu shots and COVID-19 boosters. Mark Sims is following that story. Aging Secretary Robert Torres says flu shots and COVID-19 boosters are available to seniors at pharmacies, health care providers, or clinics. As we age, there are some factors affecting our health that are beyond our control. However, there are many risk factors that are within our power to manage, and this includes getting vaccines. It is particularly important for older adults who are living with chronic health conditions such as diabetes, asthma, or heart disease to stay on top of their vaccinations. Torres says seniors who need help in accessing vaccines can contact their local area agency on aging or the PA link to aging and disability resources. Mark Sims, News Radio 1070 WKOK. Thank you, Mark. Much appreciated. We'll take a quick break. We will be right back. There's something to be said about a sale with a handshake, a service technician who really knows what he's doing. They can explain it in English what the problem is. There's nothing better than having that friend you could trust in the area. That's Sunbury Motors, where you get selection, knowledgeable salespeople, and prices that fit your budget, and more important, that friend you can trust. Welcome to Sunbury Motors, Kia, Ford, and Hyundai. You could chop other dealers and compare prices, but at Sunbury Motors, you get their lowest price promise. They research the current used vehicle market and guarantee their used car prices are the lowest. If you find a lower price, Sunbury Motors will beat it. Three dealers, all in one. See their full, new, and pre-owned inventory at sunburymotors.com. Pick out a vehicle you like and schedule your test drive online. Follow them on Facebook. Sunbury Motors Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. Welcome back to WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the Mark 1-800-795-9565. Dan has been patiently waiting. Dan, you're on the mark. Dan, the patient. Hey, hey thank you. Good morning, guys. Well, I watched and saw a lot of the news shows yesterday, and what they were saying uh, as they put the post-mortem on Trump, they said he's gone, he's a thing of the past, the Republican Party should disassociate themselves with Trump. 
Uh, the, you have to laugh at these poor news people. If they're serious, they don't even know what they're talking about. Uh, Trump is far from gone, and and they they act. They were only gone mostly by Pennsylvania. Yeah, I agree. Trump blew it in Pennsylvania. He picked the wrong two candidates and should have been. I like Mastriana, but not Oz. But anyway, if he'd have picked Lou Berletta and McCormick, it was sure a winner. You know, that, that would have won Pennsylvania. But anyway, that, they they predicted that Trump's, Trumpism's gone for, you know, and yet they do, they fail to recognize and it's not the America they want. It's the America we, the people, want. Is the America Trump was building for us while he was in office? He had he he had the best America I've been in for a long time. Yeah, but Dan, Things you, had, you were, had to you had to kiss his posterior, or you were you were ring. branded you as some ring. kind of, well, I kiss his ring. No, I think it was probably the posterior. <laughs> I mean, unless you do that, unless you pay fealty to him, he's going to insult you, he's going to kick you in the rear end, he's going to make fun of you, he's going to come up with a nickname for you. Ron DeSantis was loyal. Ron, yeah, and look what uh, he's now, he's now, Ron DeSanctimonious. Well, which is funny, see, because that, most... That's uh, just a game, Joe. Oh, a game, okay. Trump <laughs> plays the game, only he this is what we're in, and Trump didn't start it. Trump just plays the great game harder and rougher than other politicians. They they they, they don't talk nice about their opponents, but Trump does it better. Uh, if you want to put better on the word, he can do it better, and he can knock you down quicker. It's That's the way the game's played, but, right or wrong. I don't agree with it, but that's the way you have to do it if you want to win. But, Dan, and, that it's not just the people in his opponents. It's people in his own party. Yeah, well, he had, a lot of, he had a lot of people in there that were not – they were uh, – what would you say? They were talking outside and – and making a lot of trouble for Trump. They were uh, traitors, so to... I can't think of the word I'm looking for, but they they weren't loyal. You right. have to have a certain amount of loyalty and in And that's there. what look I at, said. You have, at, to, you have to kiss his posterior. <laughs> look at how loyal they are to him. They, they don't say one evil word about Biden... Well, you and haven't heard AOC. She says has a few unkind well, things to say about part Biden. of his inner circle, though. But they're they're sticking together. But Trump had so many distractors from mm-hmm. that that he had that issue. But yet, despite despite all that distraction, look what Trump did for America. Uh, and you can't forget that. I know, Joe. You like what he did. I do. You admitted it. He. He had this country humming better than it's ever been going, maybe since the days of Reagan. But I said he he had it humming better than Reagan, and the world leaders were listening to us. And 
I don't know what I don't know about the news people. I I just think they're far off that they side with the far left all the time, and they call us extremists. They call every Trump voter an extremist. They call us election deniers, and every name they can think of to get to get us hated, to get us that we're not mainstream. And I, I have to say, if they call us extremists, I don't know what to call them. The far-left agenda, I already said, they're Marxists, and they're leaning towards socialism. Me, that's being extremists. We're for freedom. Trump's group's all for freedom. The more freedom you can have, the better. And that's the difference between the, I think, between the Trumpers and the Biden people. We just want freedom. And we, we we want the economy to do well. We want the border under control. And we want oil. We want oil running out of our ears. Well, you know, I I think you could say that President Trump had a lot of accomplishments, but I think he killed himself with a a thousand cuts, to use Joe's phrase, because there 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 certainly were some things that he did that helped the nation. You can argue that, but uh, every day, every time he's you know doing something wrong or name calling somebody else. I mean, like attacking John McCain is the only thing is literally the only thing I can think of. But uh, you know, charging so much money for his hotels to be full of Secret Service, wanting to lower the flags when John McCain died. I mean, right. come on. So, that's not, well, those are the know, thousand John things. John McCain wasn't kind <laughs> to Trump. You have to. <laughs> Trump, McCain deserved it, even after death. You, right. he, he, I, I don't gotcha. know if he Let's follow him it, into the grave. You know, Trump <laughs> is MAGA. not a guy that's going to take the BS from you. He, now, a lot of us, we put up with a lot. We don't. We can handle, but Trump. Trump can't handle it. Right? him. He's going to oh, nail go. you. You're going to end <laughs> we gotta up get on your caller. backside. Thank you, Dan. But I will say this: no, nope, nope, we got to go. As much as I like <laughs> Trump and his agenda, I'd like I kicked I kicked my Trumpy bear here in the room in the behind after he picked the candidates for Pennsylvania. I did gotcha. disagree right. strongly with Trump on that. I kicked. Trumpy bear. He's still hurt. <laughs> Could have do that. All right. Thank you, sir. Nice, Thanks for calling in. All right. Really appreciate it. All right. 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. Jim is the next caller right before a break. Go ahead, sir. Good morning, guys. Good morning. Uh, first of all, I'd like to say thank you to everybody listening who voted for Joanne Stir. You got her across the finish line. I think you're going to be happy with her service. Um, she's going to do a good job. Um, and ridicule, if you look that up in Saul Alinsky, he, one of his rules for radicals was to use ridicule, ridicule to, to belittle somebody. It's hard to, uh, it's hard to fight. It also gets you off your game because you're insulted and offended and you, you're thinking about that and not what you were thinking about. Mm. And so, um, it has its purpose. But, um, and, and in that purpose, um, I had said that Ryan Mock was a child several times on this program, and I have to confirm that because he did not, did not concede to Joanne Stir like an adult would. 
Well, I like also, Josh. Uh, he conceded on his website, which I can't find it. I was looking for it to oh. see what well, he had to say. But what difference does it make? Uh, that, that was Josh Shapiro's remark. Now, uh, Senator Mastriano has issued a concession now. But right. last week when Josh Shapiro well, was making the rounds, he said, what difference does it make? When you win, you win. When you lose, you lose. You know, and you admit to it. And you say, hey, I, I call you. I congratulate you on your great victory, your victory, whatever. But it's part of the process. In not really. And, yeah, not the official process. For political no, people, no, it might but be part of the process. being an adult, not a child. A child <laughs> would, oh, I didn't get my way. I'm going away. Well, what, difference, you know? what difference does it make? I mean, the election's over. Your candidate won. You know, he, the, the I, other I guy didn't concede. I find it sad, Joe. Mm, okay. uh, well, what do you want to do, yeah, beat that, the other guy into the ground? Well, I mean, he's, he's lost. No, no, I'm just sad. It's, 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 it's not an adult uh, for behavior. But moving on to Trump. Okay. I, I was really sad to see. Uh, I, I was not a Trumper. I was a Ben Carson. I'm such a racist. I voted for Ben Carson in 16. I voted for Zama uh, for governor and Kathy Barnett for uh, uh, Senate myself and worked for those two candidates. But uh, anyway. Um, well, Trump, I'm, I'm with you on that. I, I voted for Ben Carson in 16, too. Yeah. Yeah, they're the I, I, people. I, the problem with Trump is that sometimes. He doesn't know when to shut up. And I fear that if he doesn't get his way in 24, he will create a third party and just and elect a, a Democrat. Ooh, that and then our nice. country is done. We're done. <laughs> oh, so, yeah, if there's more uh, participation. He, Eric already is, predicted that. He's <laughs> right. as tall as the tower. It's sad. I like the guy. I'm on his team. I worked for him the last two elections. But he's going too far with this attack on DeSantis, et cetera. You know, yep. and he needs to—he needs to get smarter on picking people. He, whoever he's listening to, he should fire because they're not the one. You know, um, well, he's, he's blaming his—he's blaming his wife for Doctor Oz. So I don't know if it's going to get really? her. Yes, yeah, she and, well, he and who else? Sean Hannity. Blaming people doesn't really get you anywhere. Well, it does you if know. you don't want to assume responsibility right. for anything you've ever done. As Donald Trump doesn't appear to want to ever be responsible for anything bad that he did. And that's sad, because in real life, we're all responsible for bad things. Well, and Oz came close, didn't he? I mean, he didn't get what? trounced or anything. But he no. wasn't the best candidate. Kathy Barnett was a better candidate. But between Oz and the Gale brothers from Montgomery County who attacked her and she with five days to go, and she had not, no money to fight it. People, You know what? We need to increase the discernment of people in this area. You should <laughs> so be able agree to, with you. to discern things for yourself better. <laughs> And not trust the news media. Oh God, please don't be, please don't kill me, Mark. But you know the news media is not your friend. You need to make up your own mind. <laughs> Donald guys, Trump says they're the enemy of the people. <laughs> well, I wouldn't go that far, but I appreciate you guys. You two guys, I want to listen to you the rest of my life, so you can't retire. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well. And uh, thank you. Have a great day. Joe and I are going to retire in twenty it. years, so, and I have a feeling. You're going to make it 20 You're going to outlive us. <laughs> All right, 1-800-795-9565. We will be right back. All right, welcome back to the KOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the mark. Uh, I might have said earlier, Rob Sanders, our fabulous producer. Oh, 
Okay, he is. A minute ago, I looked over, it was Lynn Hall. I kid you not. But anyway, we're just glad they take good care of us. 1-800-795-9565. Read anything, Joe, and then we'll get Dick on the line. Dan says it's time to move on. Trump dwells on the past, and we need someone to think about the future of the Republican Party. The future, uh, the Republican Party is in really deep trouble. All right. Uh, That's true. Dick, you're on the mark. Go right ahead. Two things. This uh, this is more for you, you Mark. These cars that you and trucks that you drive all the time. How many miles do you put on them? On these trucks, but then they sell them as new again. Uh, no, these the ones I drive are what they call mannequins. They put quite a few miles on them locally. I mean, hundreds of miles, and then they're eventually sold back to the Ford Motor Company, and then they're sold as you know fleet cars or used trucks. And I tell you, I drive a hundred different ones. I've only driven about six different ones so far. Right, so, the rest of the time, he's just making it up. Right? Well, no, but you know, I keep well, it for I've, weeks. I've always, I've always just kind of wondered about that, and that's not why I called. But since I, since I thought. About it for the last year and yeah, a half. Yeah, the lightning that's, that's down there is a mannequin, the, the Ford well, Lightning nice. electric truck. Yeah, it's a nice truck. Now, it's, two things. One reason I really called is, I mean, you have the Democrats, you have the Republicans, you have all the elections. You know, both 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 of these parties look past the guys like me who are registered independents for years, and there's a lot of us. I, around the country, there's a lot. The percentage of people that registers as nonpartisan or independent is significant, and they can't they eventually... A lot of these, a lot of these elections are won by people that, that are registered independents that vote. Mm-hmm. Yeah, on issue, right. and, they're, and they're usually voting on issues because they're not, because a lot of reasons they're independents because they like issues on they like certain parts of each Republicans or Democrats like I do. When you're very I mean, I'm important. an outdoorsman, I'm a gun owner. I do this, I do that. I'm, but I believe in I believe in global warming, and and when it, and I, it's the seas are rising. Whether it's man-made or not, it's happening. I guess that's just my one point about that. But but it, it, when they when they actually try to talk past us or do, or ignore us in a sense, for example, the abortion issue in Pennsylvania was a big deal. I listened to these people come out of uh, areas around Philadelphia, and the women voters, and that's what that's what through through that election a lot, to, especially to uh, to uh, against Mastriano. Yeah, I think anyhow, right. that was my, that was my two points. And the other thing about Trump, I'm not a Trumper. I'll tell anybody. I'm, I can stand here right now and look at my dog tags. I've served in Southeast Asia during Vietnam. Told you this: the first person killed in Vietnam was off my post in Oakland. And when he and, and I'll never support Trump as long as he criticizes people like John McCain. You know, people never go. People never go to war to get captured, but it happens. My little league coach at Lewisburg was a prisoner of war in Korea. You know what? He got captured because he was at war, not because he hid with the women and children, like gotcha. Trump did. Right. That's yeah. my point about Trump. I just, I just, it, it, it grates my teeth when I hear a guy that did not go. I don't care that you, I don't care that you went. I don't give, give a darn if anybody goes. But my point being is, then you don't have the right to criticize people that went. And yes, he's not. John McCain is not the only person that he's criticized. Well, he's criticized a lot of veterans, a lot of veterans. Yeah, the Blue Star family at the convention. I mean, and people just ignore that. I don't ignore that. Right. I don't care if people. Everybody in the United States is mad at me. Well, I really don't care. Every so I'm often, old, I'm 79 years old. I really don't care anymore. Every so often, <laughs> Republicans will see his flaws, and I think that's happening in greater numbers now. Well, I think you you definitely do care. Because you always have good points, and you always make them rather eloquently. So you obviously yeah, Especially when it's pointing out well, my I, I, error. But, I, but I, don't just, I don't just live here in Union or Snyder or North Lemon County. There's a, lot of, there's a lot of world out there. There's a lot of people out there. 
Right. And to ignore them, ignore those people that vote is just stupid to me. You're right. And I'll guarantee you one thing. If he runs and he gets, he gets the nomination, which I don't know that he will or he won't, I still won't vote for him. I couldn't vote for Biden. I couldn't vote for Clinton. And I can't vote for Donald Trump. I have my I have my own reasons for a lot of that, and Trump's the main one is this his criticizing John McCain all the time, and guys like him, the Vidmans. He, he actually wanted to he actually wanted the, them to bring in reinstate or bring two two retired generals back in so they could court martial him because he didn't he didn't like what they they stood for. Well, that's just stupid to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well said. All right, thank yeah. you so much, sir. Thanks for calling in. Thank you. Yeah, independent Goodbye. voters Take are care. very, very closely watched to block these yep. days, Amen. And especially with polling prior to and certainly afterward. What did independents go for and why? Chris, you're on the mark. Thanks for calling in. Yeah, I think the independents, or at least the undecided voters, broke strongly Democratic. Yeah, There's true. only about 7% of them in this election, though, supposedly, I think in terms of uh, undecided on the polling. But, uh, yeah, I take a little different view of the election in that I I think it was if the Democrats had lost both the House and the Senate by any amount, I would have considered it a a loss for the Democrats. Uh, with it looking like it might be split, I suppose you could call it a tie, but we'll see how that turns out. Uh, but I, I, it's really disappointing that uh, even the, the election deniers, I, I mean, that's not a made-up term. They really were denying elections, and it really was, was a, a terrible thing, but the ones that lost, for the most part, still got 47% to 49% of the vote. And I think that's a, that's really bad. Hmm. But I think it points out, Chris, what a divided country this is, you know. And I, I think that I, the President Biden was asked yesterday if he would, uh, given the fact that it was likely to be a split Congress, if he would make any changes to his his uh, proposals or the things he wanted to do. And he said no. And I, I think that it, that's a mistake. I think he should say, I want to walk, walk well, across the aisle. Well, I don't think that's a mistake exactly. Uh, I think I think that... Biden's always been willing to work with the other side. Then why not say that? Well, I didn't he say he wasn't willing to work the, uh, the other side. Well, the question was about whether he'd take changes on things he would propose. Right. And, and, and things know, he's so doing. That's a little different than if the other side's working with you. But for the most part, Republicans haven't been willing to work for... the anything with the Democrats. Well, you and, you and I, t- we've talked before, and you've admitted that you think the border has not been handled well. So, I mean, wouldn't that be a, an area where he could hope to get some common ground to say to the Republicans, look, I realize you're concerned about this. We need to sit down and have a conversation about what can be done and what should be done about immigration. Well, I think the Republicans should be saying that, too, and they haven't. I th- well, I've heard some Republicans say... They haven't say, proposed anything... I'm not talking about proposing something. I'm talking about a conversation where they sit down and analyze the problem and try to arrive well, you, at a joint solution. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I think they they should, and I think there are people in the House and the Senate that talk to each other about it, but they they aren't large enough to get get uh, get anything done right now, or mm-hmm. haven't been. You may be right. And and. 
Trump is bad for the country and bad for the Republican Party. Yep. Uh, well, that's I don't easy think to prove. Any question about that. <laughs> Well, he certainly brings more baggage than I care to see in any presidential candidate. <laughs> baggage. Yeah, and the other th- the other thing is, there's a supposed polls, you know, showing all the dissatisfaction with the way government was working, or the Congress was working. But I don't think what did, it, did uh, any uh, incumbent senators lose? I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think they so- did. And as far and six six House incumbents lost that were Democrats and three that were I mean yeah and three that were Republicans, but that was mainly due to gerrymandering. Uh, in Florida alone, they picked up five votes because of uh, really extreme gerrymandering, and two in Texas. Well, they did. And Republicans we did well in New back in uh, New Mexico and. The Republicans and, uh, did well. Flip, the Republicans think, did well maybe. flipping seats in New York too, Chris. They flipped a few yeah, seats. Yeah, well, up that there. was that was gerrymandering again, the, or non-gerrymandering actually. The the judges took over the 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 the, the gerrymandering in New York. So the judges gerrymandered instead of the Democrats. Well, no, or <laughs> did good districts that were evenly distributed. But the, well, they. The, actually, the Republicans and Democrats decided on a, uh, on, on a, a gerrymandering plan or a House division plan, a population division plan, and the courts uh, the courts changed it, and that was prob- the changes created the the five losses. Well, maybe four of the five losses in New York State. So, in other words, the districts were fair and the Republicans won them? Is that what you're saying? I'm saying that the way the judges decided them caused that. Whether they're uh, unfair or fair depends on uh, <laughs> right. what you well, look yeah. at. Uh, the I, I judges guess. would be Democrats in New York, don't you think? Uh, I'm not sure what they were. But it's, it's, it's if, if New York had gone the way of Florida, where the governor... Made the extreme gender marrying to the side, the Democrats probably wouldn't have lost any of those seats. Okay. All right. What else? Anything else local? Doing that, right? Anything else to uh, local you want to add? Anything local? Yep. Well, uh, or Pennsylvania. (laughs) Well, uh, I'm glad. I'm glad Fetterman won. And uh, I thought he, he he's he's doing very well. Yeah, yeah, he sounded great in his acceptance speeches and so yes, on. Yes, he did much better than he did in the debate. But I think that time frame in the debate, folks said that that's not good for somebody with any the you know the slight impairment that he has left. Yeah, I just, but and and it was an overblown issue. Right. I think you could be right. All right. We're going to hit the road. Thank you so much, Chris. All right. Thanks, Chris. Much appreciated. Uh, read that one email and then right in the middle and then right. we'll hit the Tom road. Tom says the color of the Republican wave is the color they get when washing their Klan robes with their MAGA hats. Trump 2024, the gift that keeps on giving. Stan will never catch on. Good for us Dems. Signed, Tom. All right. 1-800-795-9565. We'll be right back. There's something to be said about a sale with a handshake, a service technician 
Russian who really knows what he's doing and can explain it in English what the problem is. There's nothing better than having that friend you could trust in the area. That's Sunbury Motors, where you get selection, knowledgeable salespeople, and prices that fit your budget, and more important, that friend you can trust. Welcome to Sunbury Motors, Kia, Ford, and Hyundai. You could chop other dealers and compare prices, but at Sunbury Motors, you get their lowest price promise. They research the current used vehicle market and guarantee their used car prices are the lowest. If you find a lower price, Sunbury Motors will beat it. Three dealers, all in one. See their full new and pre-owned inventory at sunburymotors.com. Pick out a vehicle you like and schedule your test drive online. Follow them on Facebook. Sunbury Motors Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. Are you okay, buddy? No. You're a vicious person. You're <laughs> bow hunting. Uh, we're talking about it. All right. Cindy's been waiting, and then Mark, and that'll finish off the show. And Cindy, you're on the mark. Go right ahead. Good morning, gentlemen. I usually resist getting into uh, personal um, issues with people who call into the show, but I find after some comments I heard on Friday that I just cannot let them pass. A gentleman called in and was disparaging really harshly the people who voted, and as I recall, calling them stupid. And this same gentleman has called the show repeatedly, boasting how he never votes. Well, here's how I see it. If you don't vote, you have no right to criticize the people who do. You know, it takes 15, 20 minutes of your time, and for you to choose, you have, you have opted out. That's fine. I respect that. But then you should not be calling in and disparaging the people who took the time to take to do their patriotic duty and vote. Thank you, Joe. Well, yeah, that's uh, Joseph, and he is religiously fixated, and that's how he demonstrates Christian love, forgiveness, and grace, <laughs> is to call people he doesn't agree with stupid. So it's, uh, it's kind of twisted, and that's my term for it. Thank you, Cindy. You want to add you. anything? <laughs> yeah. All right, goodbye. <laughs> All right. Mark, you're going to be the last caller. You get a couple of two, three minutes. Go right ahead. Actually, you could get four. I got to do commercial. Okay. Yeah, normally she takes up a little more time. Well, most of the time she has a lot of wisdom there. Uh, a Always. couple of things. Uh, Dr. Oz, I heard uh, something. I, I supported the McCormick. He didn't quite make it. But Dr. Oz, I heard something very disturbing over the weekend, that he's not a citizen of the United States. He is a citizen of the United oh, States. Yeah. He has dual citizenship with Turkey. And he oh, was born okay. here, correct? He was born in Cleveland, Ohio. Right. Okay. All right. All right. That's that cleared that up. You know, you hear a few things on the radio, and sometimes they... <laughs> They uh, leave out some t- uh, information. It's okay. That's pretty uh, important information to leave out. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah, yeah, it is. But uh, I, uh, I, I thought Oprah Winfrey cut the legs right out from under him too. I she mean, did. Uh, that, right at the end, that was that was un- unbelievable. Why uh, the situation in Arizona has me very upset. Uh, Hobbs uh, didn't recuse herself, and she's running for the governorship out there, and it just doesn't look right. Uh, and of course, she wouldn't debate, and it's just. Uh, Things like that lead to uh, suspicions. You know what I mean? Yep, you're right. They do. I, I just don't know. It's uh, it's, it's very close. And the uh, same way with uh, Nevada, uh, I didn't know it, but they anybody has a driver's license, they automatically get a mail-in ballot, uh, and that uh, leads to some problems too. So really, it's, they it's get a- very much suspicion going on out west. But uh, 
in Pennsylvania, uh, Chris Fetterman, I didn't, uh, I didn't support him. I don't know how he's going to make out, but some of his views just don't match with mine. But uh, we just got to hope for the best, I guess. Yeah, keep praying. All right, yeah. thank you thank so you. much, Mark. All right, take care. I want to tell you a little bit more about our sponsor, and Joe's going to read some texts and emails that we have. But first, the Sunbury Motor Company. It's a family-owned dealership since 1915. What do they have? Two dealerships, one on 4th Street in Sunbury, the other on Routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf, and they have a third address, sunburymotors.com. That's not their IP address, but that's their web address where you can find out about the Quick Lane on North 4th Street in Sunbury, the Ford, Hyundais, or Kias that they have for sale. If they have a mannequin on board, which is a vehicle that's meant for various members of the community and possible buyers to drive, but then give back, that's what I've been able to drive a couple of. Uh, and uh, it, that kind of an opportunity is there. You can drive the mannequin Ford Lightning pickup truck there, and if you love it, you can order one up. And uh, I, I did order one for Joe, but they sold it to what they called a real customer. I was slightly insulted at that. But nonetheless, uh, for Ford, Hyundai, and Kia, brand new, either on the lot, and they got a ton of Fords and Hyundais and Kias in now. Uh, the uh, ability to produce them is starting to outstrip the ability to buy them, and so they are finally got some inventory going. And you can check it out, sunburymotors.com. They're looking for workers, too, if you're looking for a career change, or if you're looking for a new Kia, the Kia Soul or the Kia Sportage are vehicles that you can buy these days. So check them out at Sunbury Motors, sunburymotors.com. All right, you got a minute, okay. Joe? You could read something there. One of our emailers says, or texters says, the problem in America now are the result of the Trump administration. Biden is trying to help Americans. Signed, Bob. The news media is the problem. They try to influence voters instead of just presenting facts about issues and candidates. Another texter says, almost seven days since the election and there's still votes being counted or gathered, depending on your perspective. Are we a third world country? <laughs> right. And the climate summit is going on in Egypt. All the muckety mucks are there, flew there, destroying the climate. Haven't they heard of Zoom meetings to save the environment? And so Biden meets with uh, Chai Kam Ji for three hours. When will the meeting transcript be released so we can see how we were sold out? Uh, they're talking to reporters even as we speak. So the CBS News update at the bottom of the hour will have something from President Biden and Xi Jinping. Thank you, Joe. I'll see you tomorrow. See, oh, no, you I won't see you tomorrow. Next, see you next week. Uh, maybe I'll see you next Wednesday. Okay. I'll be here. <laughs> You're listening to WK. Oh, no, I'll be here next week. This is WKOK Sunbury.